It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is Omar Ahmed for IFL TV. Proudly sponsored by Everlast. Uh, me and Gareth both thought we'd have a couple of days off <laughs> since uh, the Joshua fight night, which was very busy in the fight week, obviously over the weekend and last week. But as is boxing, uh, we're speaking right now uh, due to some breaking news uh, surrounding Amir Khan who uh, tested positive for a banned substance um, in relation to the Kell Brook fight. Um, it was a UCAD test. Obviously, he denies um, having this um, substance in his in his body intentionally. Um, just get your immediate thoughts to this, Gareth, please. Um, well, it's very disappointing, of course, Umar. And um, I think... I've just been piecing it together today. I haven't been reporting on it this morning. I'm just slowly coming up. One of my colleagues, Jeremy Wilson's doing it for the Telegraph. He's the drugs expert or the doping expert on, on the, on the desk. And, um, I think they've, I think there was something like 14, um, supplements that he was using. He, I think something like that. He was saying for the, ahead of the fight with Kelbrook last February, February 2022, that was, of course. Um, and he's claimed contamination of one of those um, uh, supplements. They haven't accepted that. Uh, UCADS, their, their panel, which is independent from the Boxing Board of Control, by the way, that that's worth pointing out. Um, and so... They've accepted the fact that it was unintentional, but they don't accept his reasoning due to, to strict liability. And so uh, they've given him a two year ban, even though he's retired. The big question here is why it's taken 14 months for this to come out. It, I, I mean, I have tried to speak to Robert Smith, Secretary of the Boxing Board of Control this morning. You may have and others will have tried, but he was actually, um, at an event this this morning, a funeral actually. So um, I know that he got back to me, but he couldn't speak. Um, it's it's midday on Tuesday as we speak now, mm-hmm. so I'm hoping to speak to him later in the day. Um, it, it, it is a bit of a mystery that this has taken 14 months, if I'm honest. Uh, what we need to know of the 
is the actual date this showed up. That is crucial in this um, because we need to know if he was informed, if Kel Brook was informed, if... Just to stop you there, Kel, Kel Brook has um, come out and said he didn't know about this. No, well, so there we go. So if it was post-fight, which it could have been, then he wouldn't have been informed. But my understanding is if he tests positive for something and it's under UCAD testing, that the other fighter would have been informed as well mm. in the lead-up to the fight. Yeah. But all this will come out anyway. Look, I, I don't I don't see Amir Khan as a drug cheat. Yeah. Um I've covered him since he was sixteen. Um and you know, leading into the Athens Olympics, uh when he would have um been seventeen at the time, I think it was, yeah. And he won the silver medal for Britain. I've covered him throughout his lightweight, light welterweight, welterweight career. Never had him down as someone that would cheat with drugs. He must have been tested fighting at the level he was fighting at on countless occasions. I've never heard a sniff around him that he was um, on the wrong side of drugs. Um, but, you know, Osterin, which is what he tested positive for, even though he's made light of it, it was just small traces. It is a muscle building drug. I mean, it's, it was a drug originally for people with muscle wasting diseases, I believe. Um, so it does increase um, um, muscle mass and, and that kind of thing. He's not, he's not known or thought about or talked about in boxing circles as someone that cheated. Um, or was suspected of cheating, but who knows? Who knows in this late part of his career? I don't know if it taints his whole career, but it certainly taints it for him right now. Yeah. Yes, you, you are right. He's had um, multiple uh, mega showdowns in America where I'm sure there would have been um, vast testing. And um, I remember he was quite outspoken uh, about yeah, the, Lamont, the, no, the, La the Lamont yeah. Peterson fight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. which he believed, obviously, Lamont was cheating um, due to a failed test. He also, um, Amir also cited um, another reason, just not contamination, um, about incidental uh, contact with, with another person. Did you see that, Gareth? Yeah, but I don't, I'm not buying that. Uh, I don't buy that. You can't shake someone's hand and then have um, PEDs in your system. I don't get it. So what do you do? Do you lick your fingers afterwards or something? I don't, I don't really, I don't understand how the... The ingestion of that happens by by well no I think no I think what he was saying was the the trace amounts in his body could have been as the result of you know shaking hands with someone right yeah um, or or contact with I don't know but it look they're, they're all excuses it was found in his body strict liability he's got a two year ban I hope he's not making light of it in that te in that tweet he put out where he's saying um. Funny, really, because I've been reti I'm retired already. It's still a serious matter, mm -hmm. um, in in my view. I mean, more will come out on this in the next few days, or maybe even tonight, when when uh, Robert Smith's available, and uh, when more detail comes out as to exactly when the timing of this is very important. Because I don't think they've revealed the, the timing stages yet, have they? No, that is a critical piece. Did of they it. say in the lead up to the fight, or uh, let me check? I don't want to get this wrong, but. Because I haven't um, had time to dig deep down into this this morning. 
And that doesn't say anywhere whether it was before or after. No. Yeah. It was just in a UCAD test following his loss to Kell Brook. Yeah, so it was probably a post-fight test, and that's Possibly. why Kell yeah. Brook wasn't informed because it was it was irrelevant to the build-up of it. So um, let's hope it wasn't. It's different to Conor Chris Eubank Jr. is the point I'm making in 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 that sense. Let's hope it was a post-fight because then at least um, you know the board. Um, didn't do anything wrong prior to the fight in terms of informing people. No, uh, no, 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 the board would have been informed. The, um, so would the opponent have been informed. No, but th um, that's what it, I'm it's saying. It's become that, very clear, though. It's become very clear in the Conor Ben Chris Eubank case that if you if you test positive leading into a fight, then the other side is informed. They weren't informed of the WBC CARES test, but they were informed of the other test. Well, well, Kel has claimed, Kel has claimed that he wasn't informed, so this must have been a post fight. Yeah, it looks that way. Yeah, unless something has gone drastically wrong, which is, which we hope isn't the case. Um, right, you talked about his legacy, uh, Amir. There, if you know, I don't know whether he's gonna because he's a retired fighter. I don't know whether he's gonna get lawyers and spend legal fees on this to try and prove his innocence. If nothing moves from this, i.e. this sticks and, you know, the the UCAD ruling is how it is and, and Amir can't prove any innocence, if you like, do you think this does tarnish his legacy, Gareth? Well, I mean, tarnish it in the sense that he's had a, um, a ban for two years. I, I'm surprised he's had a ban for two years when he hasn't got a licence at the moment, actually. I, I doubt whether he's got a licence unless he renewed it with the board. Um, that'd be interesting to know as well. Yeah, tarnished it to a certain extent, um, but it doesn't tarnish his entire career. Um, you know, people will surmise if they see him as as doing this deliberately that, you know, at the age of thirty five, he, 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 you know, he he'd succumbed to um, someone saying, "Oh, you should try this, or it'll make you better at this age." You won't be caught with it, but we don't know. Um, and I think he's. He's already had lawyers for his scenario, for his situation. They've represented him. I did read briefly earlier um, that he did have representation from a legal firm and, you know, that they had that defence, that he thought it was from, from contaminated supplements. And, and, and that's the, the evidence he's put forward. But UCAD in their panel have not accepted it. Even if this was a, a post-fight... Um you know, substance that was found in his... Well, they have accepted it wasn't intentional, by the way. That they have you kind of, yeah. yeah. Even if this test was post-fight, um, which is from what I'm reading, it, it very look, much looks like, uh, this still begs, you know, the question, why are we still finding out today? Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, later. this is the mystery of, 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 you know, boxing goes along, we, we have a big event one week and... There are lots of speculation about one of the leading heavyweights. Where does it go from here? And it's all—it's actually about boxing for a change. And suddenly, a big bullet goes through the with the toe again, and boxing shot itself in the foot. Um, here we are, two days later, talking about uh, another negative um, stain on boxing. Okay, uh, sorry to bring another negative story up, if you like, Gareth, but. I didn't actually know when I spoke to you after the Joshua fight, straight after, I hadn't seen the clip of uh, you approaching Conor Ben and 
you know, him him slapping the mic, etc. So I didn't ask you on the night. I wasn't aware of it. Um, just I know it's been a couple of days since, but yeah, your thoughts on Co- Connor slapping uh, that talksport mic? Well, he's obviously seen Derek Chisora with Coogan Cassius uh, in fight week with Derek saying, get that microphone out of my way, otherwise I'll slap it. Um, no, um, I, I make light of it. Um, look, it's, a, it's, a, it's, what is it, three days after the event now. At the time, I wasn't, feel myself overly annoyed or, or, or worried or intimidated by Connor doing it. I, it, was a, it was an emotional reaction from him. Um, he's he's upset at a lot of things that have been said about him on TalkSport, possibly by me as well. I've never outrightly called him a drugs cheat um, because I always like to get the chance to ask the individual myself. And I haven't spoken to him for six months. I've had some sent him some messages uh, to try and speak to him and didn't reply on, on, on WhatsApp. Um, I had sent some messages to Tony Sims, who replied a couple of times. Um, Obviously, I, I, I spoke about the case at length many times and wrote about it, followed the case, and my feeling is still the same. That, you know, I want him to clear his name. I like Conor Ben. I really like Conor Ben. And, um, you know, but I feel that he should go before the Boxing Board of Control before he fights again and, and you know, attempt to clear his name. Um, he's been exonerated by the WBC, so take that case to the boxing board uh, and, and you can and say, look, you know, there, there are reasons people are giving that, that, that this may have, this clomiphene may have been in my system twice. My reaction to it, I mean, he spoke to me after the, the mic slap with his, with his left palm hook. Um, um, and he was... He wasn't really aggressive to me, but he'd said, you know, I thought we were friends and, you know, you know, I've come to talk sport many times, you followed my career and, and I do really like Conor Ben. I mean, I'm not against Conor Ben. All I've been doing the whole way through is my job and I haven't been putting the hatchet in on him. I'm just speaking. People, look, I read people's comments. They think you're going after someone or I'm just doing my job. And I haven't really gone after him, to be fair. I'm just doing my job. Talking about it, I think hearings are important. I think the veracity of a testing system is really important. Um, I think a testing system needs to be upheld in an inherently dangerous sport where you can get legally killed in the ring when you sign a contract to fight. And whether it's knowingly or not knowingly put in your body, you need to go and clear your name with your own authority. I do have issues with uh, the June 3rd bout going ahead without a hearing. We don't know who the opponent is yet, still do we? It's not confirmed that it's Chris Eubank Jr. yet, but it, we believe it's heading that way. Um, it's going to be a huge and controversial fight. Yes, of course I'll be there. It's part of my job. But at some point, my feeling for Connor is, everyone's going to ask you this question, Connor, which is, which I would have asked him if I'd had the opportunity on Saturday night. Why aren't you taking your case in front of the boxing board? Um... And I do think he had a lot of courage coming on Saturday night, by the way. Um, and what did he, he say to you? He's 10 security guy with him. I can't remember his name, but he's always around. I mean, Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then, Judy discovered ChompaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now, Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Gareth, just out of interest, what did he say to you um, when you said, you know, you haven't been going for him personally, etc.? What did he say to that? No, he felt like I'd let him down, that we're friends. And... But did you not explain that? You're just I, I didn't realise what he was going through, but I maintain this, and this is why I didn't bark back at him or I just listened to what he had to say. Some of the pictures that were taken, the stills, make him look much more aggressive than he really was towards me, I've got to say. He wasn't. He was just giving his case. He was being, he was being passionate about it. He wasn't being... I didn't feel... It was just Connor being Connor. He wasn't being... I didn't feel him aggressive. I didn't get any adrenaline. I didn't think, fuck, you know, Connor's going to go for me. No, I didn't feel any of that. He was just giving his, he was expressing his disappointment at me, but I am just doing my job, you know? You know, and that is all I've been doing. I mean, I, um, I want to believe him. I want to believe him, but I want to see that in front of, I don't want to see the authorities ignored because it's it's a bigger story than just Connor and Eddie. And and Connor also said, you know, you don't know what I've been through behind the scenes. I'm sure he's been through terrible things. He expressed that those feelings of mental health issues and even think about suicide, if you recall, with Piers Morgan. I hate hearing that. I hate hearing that. You know, um, but. All I have done all the way through is my job. Because I've been asked about this four or five times a week for the last six months. And all I'm doing is giving my opinion, I think fairly, based on what I do as a, as a broadcaster, a journalist, and as a correspondent. Do you okay. think I've gone, on, gone in hard on Connor when we've spoken in the last six months? Be honest. No, because you, you're being asked about it. And until he presents his case to the board and hopefully he would get cleared that's all you know we all hope that for connor then really we'd stop talking about it i've heard i've heard um i nearly said tony ben then obviously he's in i think he might be a, a, a very aged or even past politician um eddie hearn is who i mean i don't know why i said tony ben but i meant eddie hearn um eddie hearn is in the last few weeks has been coming out saying, I really want Connor to take his case in front of the boxing board. Have you heard that? Yeah, yeah. He, he wants yeah. them two to come together. Yeah. Of course. Because it doesn't make sense for the for the future of the sport, regardless of whether he's innocent or not, that someone bypasses and goes round the system. 
you know, and my feeling all along is they're not doing it because they're worried about the strict liability of UCAT. Hmm. All right, just moving on, please, Gareth. Um, yeah, please. Eddie spoke to Ariel, um, I think, yesterday, and he made it quite clear that Joshua isn't going to go in the ring with Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder this summer. He feels like he's just not ready. He needs one more. Um, and he named Otto Varlin, Dillian White and Joe Joyce as three potential opponents for this summer. Do you still think they're too risky, potentially, those three? Uh, well, I'd I, I throw Tom Schwartz in there as well. Tall, upright heavyweights. Otto Valin, Dillian White or Tom Schwartz, doable. Not Joe Joyce. Not, hmm? not Joe Joyce. Not Joe Joyce. Not Joe Joyce. Not Tyson Fury, not Deontay Wilder. If they want to take Anthony Joshua's, and I'm not saying Anthony Joshua doesn't want to have this fight, by the way, but if they want to elongate his career, um, stretch him out on the zone, use that him as a strategy. He's so intriguing as a person and as a fighter. I think he kind of said it to Laura Woods when you weren't able to, when he didn't clearly didn't want to speak to you afterwards, but he's happy to sit there cuddling up to Laura Woods on the I don't blame him. Very funny. Laura's fantastic. Now, I mean, I've known Laura a very long time. She's she's become a brilliant presenter, and she's got a, 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 such a charismatic way with her. And and you know, Anthony, they know there's a bit of flirting going on, wasn't there? I mean, it was, yeah. But it was it was kind of fun, and it was nice to see Anthony Joshua relax. And what it did was it made him open up. And I think he's wrong uh, to to bang on about the media outlets. And I'm sorry, you, you are brilliant at what you've done, Anthony. You've you built a career for yourself. You've been extraordinarily successful. But without the media you would not have the same resonance. That it's, it's, you can't ignore what the media do and don't do. Um, so, but I take his point as well. He's fed up with the criticism, but the trouble is he's such a big figure. I go back to this the whole time. He won super heavyweight gold at the London Olympics. It made him an overnight, or it happened over the two weeks, it, uh, three weeks, it, it made him an overnight British sporting superstar. I mean, in 16, 17 fights, he'd had these, he'd had the great clash with Dillian White. By 2017, he was fighting Vladimir Klitschko at Wembley Stadium in that first eruption of big stadium fights that he created. I mean, I remember I was on BBC Radio 4's today program in the morning of that fight against Klitschko with John Humphreys or someone talking about, you know, John Humphreys, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but a huge political figure on the today program on Radio 4 on Saturday morning discussing why this was so fascinating. He had truly crossed over, not with us, not with the sports fans, not with the boxing um, fraternity and sorority. He, he'd crossed over into the true mainstream you know, in, in, into the adult political world of, of BBC Radio 4. And there he's gone on. And, and now, because he carries scars from his career and he's on his third trainer in three fights and he's learning under a new trainer and he wasn't allowed off the leash, I'd like to see him off the leash the last three or four rounds really going for it. He's not putting his combinations together at the moment. 
Um, I've forgotten the original question here, and I'm just kind of rambling on. But uh, the the question was. Oh, uh, the, the opponent. Yeah. yeah. Those don't put him in with Joe Joyce right now. Don't put it. Well, and it's promoter speak. I'd love to see him have the big fights, but I think it's an end game if he has the big fights. I I, I think the way he's boxing at the moment, I, he hasn't been able to get that knockout. He hasn't had a, a knockout since Kubrat Pulev in round nine, wasn't it? In 2020, I think it was. Um, and I was there, I was working for Zone on the day. I did the post-fight interview with him and Eddie. Um, I think he was, he could have got Kubrat Pulev out there in the fourth round. Remember he was beating him up in the fourth, I think it was, or fifth, and it took him till the ninth to stop him. Um, he, the power is all there, but that man who let his hands grow in a carefree manner between 2015 and 2018 is different now in the ring. Dillian White, Povetkin, Vladimir Klitschko, you know, they were much more exciting styles. And when he was in exchanges, he went for it, you know? Um, whereas I felt against Jermaine Franklin, who was very good on the night, by the way, made himself a very small target, made the shape, some of the shapes that Andy Ruiz had made. When Anthony Joshua did throw combinations, the few times that he did later in the fight, when he was caught, he retreated and went back into his shell again. And I'm, you know, I'm not knocking him. It's just where he is right now. And we don't know if he's going to get better from this, or we don't know if this is it now. Or I think people would enjoy Dillian White next, but it may not even be Dillian White next. And I, you know, Dillian made some comments on Saturday night. It was good to have him there. Um, it was a great night in lots of ways because there was so much going on all around the place. He said Dillian's point was that he thinks Joshua's lost his killer instinct, and that is you can make that argument, you know. Hmm. Okay, Gareth, thank you very much for your time. Oh, and what? And okay, I thought there was more. Um, by the way, I'm really pleased that Chris Billum Smith and Lawrence Coley. Great fight. Uh, has been announced. Has it been announced already or not? It has been announced. Oh, has. good. Okay, because I did know about it. I didn't want to break it. Yeah. Um, without them having because the, they've got the press conference today, haven't they? So they're doing it now. Yeah. Two they're just doing it now. Yeah, I can't make it today, but so I did know about it, and I think Chris Billum Smith will will really push Lawrence. Actually, um, I'm looking forward to it. Bournemouth, May 27, isn't it? Bournemouth Football Stadium. We'll be down on the beach, baby. Well, I actually won't be there. I'm not. Uh, Where are you going then? I'm in Marbella that weekend, actually. So what, down on the beach, maybe. Yeah, but, well, you could be a Bournemouth beach, but uh, Peter Collada yeah. in hand. <laughs> All right, Gareth. Look, um, yeah, it's an interesting one, actually. Two friends, if you like, and and our fight. Well, they are, but this is what we should see. They obviously worked under Shane McGuigan in the same gym, and I know they um, boxed a lot of rounds together. But I remember um, Chris Billumsmith speaking to me about a year ago, maybe less than that, saying, I can't fight Lawrence, we're too close. <laughs> yeah. but since Lawrence moved to Dubai, now he's with Sugar Hill. It's good that they're fighting. I mean, I think Lawrence, I think Chris is number one challenger now after the defeat to David Light, isn't he? Um, a defeat of David Light. <clears throat> Um, and, and Richard Riappol is just below that with the WBO. So it's good. It's really good. Okay, Gareth, thank you very much for your time and we shall speak soon, hopefully. Thank you. Sports Social Podcast Network. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.